Number eight on our Cash Valley Media Group's list of the top 25 Aggie football players for this year is Ajani Carter, number 12. And this year at cornerback, that's a move Utah State has made during the offseason and into this new season to hopefully make better and more plays for the defensive side. Because as you saw last year, a Johnny Carter, when there was a play to be made, he was around the place. He had three passes intercepted to lead the Aggie team last year, recovered a fumble, and he also ended up with three tackles for a loss and two sacks along the way. A Johnny Carter never started a game last year, but was always involved in the mix, including seven tackles against Oregon State, and he had eight tackles against San Diego State in the championship game. So towards the end of the last year, even though not a starter, he's making big plays. He's a speedster, came here as a relay team state champion winner from the state of Texas, a wide receiver, but mostly saw times on special teams until big plays last year. So number eight on our list, a Johnny Carter. I like a Johnny Carter at this position. I think that he is... His role got bigger last year, and I anticipate it will get even bigger coming into this season. Just that move to corner provides, well, will give him more opportunities to make plays as a starter, as a ball hawk, as somebody who can make a difference on the defense for Utah State. Uh, he's Phil Steele, first team all Mountain West, absolutely deserves, in my mind, to be recognized in that kind of company. Yeah, I'll be honest. I had him a little lower in my initial top 25. I mean, it was only down to 13 as opposed to number 8 here. But honestly, the more I've kind of seen of him and the more I've thought about and looked at it, I think I probably undersold him a little bit on my own list. Um, I had him as the third third corner, which I guess maybe speaks volumes that I had three Utah State corners in the top 13. Um, yeah, he could end up being the best corner on Utah State this upcoming season. Uh, and we've talked about this a lot where he's a little taller and he's going to give some, you know, add some versatility. It's not that he's just another talented corner on this team. It's that he has some physical tools that we haven't seen uh, corner at Utah State in a while. So there's some really good potential for Carter this season where he's going into his, you know, second season as a major contributor in the defensive backfield. And he is one of those guys that's stepping up. Cause as Al mentioned, you know, he didn't start a game. Uh, was a contributor, you know, 45 tackles. But now he's stepping into a major role. He's going to get relied on a lot. I imagine he'll end up taking some of the big matchups at corner. Uh, so he's going to have to face some of the toughest receivers in the conference, at least, you know, among the teams Utah State plays. So he could end up having, you know, if he does really well against those guys and maybe becomes a shutdown corner, then that just raises the potential of this defense by, I don't know, it'd be hard to measure how much, you know, how big that would be for Utah State. And we've talked about this before, how the, the, the defense for Utah State got progressively better as the season went on. I think we have to take the Wyoming game as an outlier and just kind of toss that one out the door. But every other game uh, is the second half, particularly the, the, the back third of the season, that defense really affected the game and how they were applying pressures and how they uh, made a difference in how Utah State was winning games, uh, not just because making big plays with some dynamic wide receivers, but it was the defense making big plays. And Johnny Carter, absolutely part of that. Seven tackles in the Mountain West Championship game against San Diego State. Another seven tackles against uh, Oregon State in the bowl game. So the way he came along 
as a difference maker and somebody who could uh, really be a disruptor on defense. Uh, I had him at number six on my list. I'm, I'm very high on Johnny Carter and how he can and how he's developing and growing as a defensive presence for USU. And uh, just at this new position, coaches are very high on his length and athleticism and how he can match up against opponent, uh, opposing wide receivers who may be a little bit bigger and more physical. He's the guy that can draw that assignment and I think can effectively do it. Yeah, and I think he's going to be one of the guys that I maybe try and specifically watch some matchups uh, in the scrimmage. Try and see, you know, when he's going up against Brian Cobbs. I think he might have given up the initial Brian Cobbs uh, reception. I Maybe I'd have to go back to the video. I took it that see if, if a Johnny Carter was the corner. But, I mean, he was going against the first-team guys, which, as I've mentioned, the first-team guys didn't do very much. And I wonder if Carter had something to do with that, you know, covering him very well and contesting a lot of those passes. So if he's been having a good camp and kind of shutting some of these guys down a little bit, that's a, that's a really good sign. Uh, totally agree. So uh, Johnny Carter on our list coming in at number eight. 